Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast episode 125. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and super warm welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing on this very lovely Monday morning if you're listening to this on a Monday, which you may not be or you might be. So whatever day or time it is, I hope you are super well. Okay, so this week I have decided that I wanted to talk about something that keeps coming up again and again and again. So as you know, I have my academy and I also have a 90-day program. And in the academy, we have coaching calls. So a couple of times a month, we all get on a group coaching call and people get to ask me questions directly and I get to help them directly with their business. And basically, they can come on and ask anything. And I love it because I love the fact that they kind of put me on the spot. My brain has to work really quickly. I have to think about what they do and what their business is. And I really, really enjoy it. But basically, a question keeps coming up again and again. And I thought, you know what, if members of the Academy have got this question, then maybe you guys have too. And therefore, it might be worth doing an episode to address this question. Okay, so basically, what I've been asked over and over is, how do you post on your social media about your lead magnet? And if you don't know what a lead magnet is, go and check episode 110, because that episode I talk fully about what a lead magnet is. But basically, in short, it's you giving away some content for free or giving something away for free in order to get someone's email to get them on your list. So how do you post a lead magnet or post a sales post 
without feeling yucky and salesy and sleazy. And also, once you have your lead magnet or also once you have your thing to sell, where should you be posting it and how often? So we've had lots of big discussions about this recently, which is why I thought, do you know what? Let's come on here. Let me answer it in front of you guys so that if you've got this thought in your head or you're wondering, then I can help you out. Okay, so let's just take it back a little bit. So I'm going to be talking specifically, I guess, about the lead magnets to begin with. So as I've already said, a lead magnet is something that you give away for free. So as you well know, I have lead magnets. I have them on my website, TeresaHeathWearing.com. I put them in my social media and I often give a freebie along with the podcast. So what happens is I create a landing page where you go to and you basically put in your details and that sort of starts the process of giving you the lead magnet. And on that landing page, I have pictures of the thing that you're going to get. So if it's a download, what I do is I screenshot each page of the download and I might fan it out on a desk or I might, and I do this all on the computer, by the way, I don't physically print it. I literally screenshot each page and then I go into Canva. I find a flat lay image. If you Google or sorry, not Google, if you put the search flat lay and desk into Canva, it Will show you lots of free images that you can use. And basically I put the I put the screenshots on the desk as if it's been printed out and put on that desk. And then I will use a Photoshop program that my designer set up for me where basically I can put it on a clipboard. But again, you could probably do this in Canva. So I have a few different looks of this thing that you can get. Okay. And I create it and I put it on the landing page. And then also on the landing page, I write some reasons why you want it, why it's going to help you, what it's for, why it's brilliant and the difference it can make to you and your business. Now, obviously, if you don't help businesses as such, if you don't do marketing, then this isn't probably what you would write. You would write how that thing will benefit your audience. So that's the first thing I've got. And the idea is I want to get people to that page. I want them to see that page and think, yes, I need that download. I'd like that download. And therefore they opt in and they get the download. And obviously what I get in return is you come onto my email list and I get to help you further. I get to promote the podcast. I get to email you every week and tell you something or engage with you and hear back from you. So how am I going to get people to go to that landing page. And I think this is the tricky thing. So what happens is people go to the effort of creating a lead magnet and it takes a bit of time. There is no doubt about that, but I promise you it's worth every second of your time. But it takes a bit of time and you create this thing and you set it up and you have your landing page and no one visits it and no one opts in. And then you think, well, what was the point of that? It was pointless and I shouldn't have done it and I've wasted my time. But it's not that the lead magnet isn't good. It's not that the landing page isn't good. It's the fact that you no one knows about it and you've got to get people to go to it. So let's first say where you can put this in order for people to see it. So obviously you're going to put it on your social media. That's the very first place. And I'm going to address how you feel about that in a bit, but you're going to put it on your social media, but I want you to think about putting it more than once. And if you need to go back and have a look at mine just to see how I do it, then please do. You're probably going to find it easiest on something like Twitter because you can scan back quite far quite quickly. But what you will see 
is I don't just have one post for the one lead magnet. I create at least three posts for that lead magnet. So for instance, I've got a lead magnet that is all about launching. So if you are launching any product or service online and you are going through a launch process, I've got a lead magnet that talks all about it, which is at TeresaHeathWaring.com forward slash launch. And basically what I've done for that one in particular is I've created a little video of it sort of scanning through the pages, which I did in Canva and I did it myself. It wasn't my designer. Then I've created an image of it sat on a desk, I think, if I remember rightly. Oh no, I don't think, no, I didn't actually. I, I did an image of it fanned out, but it wasn't sat on a desk. It just had a really ni nice border around it and that sort of thing. And then I did another image of it on a clipboard. And, and basically on, because it's a landscape image that you would put on sort of Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook, to the left or the right of the image, I've written something that says, get my free download or something like that. So I, I now have three different images, well, two images and a video for one lead magnet. And also I might sort of, when I'm putting the posts in, I will write different things. So on the first one, I might talk about get my complete list or checklist about how I, you know, do a launch or I've done loads of launches for myself and clients. And over the time I've perfected creating this launch and therefore you can have this in this checklist or whatever it might be. So again, you want three different types of images or videos and you want three different types of caption that is going to go along with that social media and it's, or that post, and it's going to encourage people to go to your landing page. Now, just one quick thing about your posting on social media is it needs to be consistent as in what I see in the post, I should recognize when I land on the page. So I want to see similar images, similar fonts, similar colors. I want to see the tone of voice similar. So, you know, whatever you're writing in the caption, I want it to be confirmed in the actual page that I go to, because if they are very different, someone is going to get to that page and go, hang on a minute, this doesn't feel right. This wasn't what I was expecting. So make sure that it really matches and that the two are really in line with each other, in sync with each other. So like I said, so that's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to create three different images or videos and you're going to create three different captions. And then you're going to schedule them on social media. Now, I always schedule these because they can be scheduled. I don't need to do them at the time. I use Agora Pulse to schedule my stuff and it's a great scheduler because you can put things out more than once and you'll see why this is helpful. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes, which is TeresaHeathRowing.com forward slash 125. Lots of links today. So I schedule these in Agora Pulse. And then what I will say to Agora Pulse, because I can, because it's a cool system, is I can say, I want you to repeat this. And I will tell them how many times I want them to repeat it. And then I have a category called lead magnets. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible. So I hope I don't lose you. I have a category called lead magnets and I set in the schedule how often I want a lead magnet post to go out. OK, so it might be that it goes out four times a week, but I've probably got in there 20 odd posts for different lead magnets. And like I said, if I'm doing three for each one. So then what happens is 
it will send out one post about the launch lead magnet, and then it might do one about list building. Then it might do one about webinars. Then it might do one about sales pages. And then it might come around that another launch one comes out and it'll send that one out. And then it might do some other ones. And then what happens is when it gets to the end of the list, it starts again. And because it's mixed up in all my other social media posts, because obviously I post a lot on all platforms and I'm not suggesting that you do, what I'm saying is have a look at your platform that you're on and how often you post and try and work out realistically how often you can mention it. Because what you don't want to happen is go, oh, well, Teresa does hers four, four times a week. But if you're only posting five times a week, it's going to be a really dull feed because you're literally just going to go lead magnet, lead magnet, lead magnet occasional post. So like I said, I do mine very often because I post an awful lot. So bear that in mind when you're thinking about it. But then it goes into the schedule and the schedule just keeps going and going and going and going. And honestly, it's that's how often you need to do it. I need it out there all the time. People think if they post it once that that's it. Everybody will see it. Everybody will jump on it and everybody will, you know, go and get their lead magnet. But the truth is they won't. And then I get the question all the time was, I don't want to irritate people. Well, you're not going to irritate people. I promise you, because of the fact that the chances are they don't even see the post half the people. We've talked before about algorithms and how they work and the fact that hardly anybody sees your post compared to the people who follow you. So you really honestly do not need to worry about bombarding people. And also, if they are feeling bombarded, then they're not your customer. They're not for you. So Okay, so that was the first thing I wanted to say, that this needs to go on social media more than once and in more than one different view. So now you're putting it out regularly on social media, you've got these different posts going out, and hopefully that will keep encouraging people to opt in. The next places you can put it is you can put it as a pop-up on your website. I know they're a bit irritating, but they do work. You can change your cover image on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn to be your lead magnet and promote that and change your call to action buttons or your links in your social media profiles to go to your lead, to your lead magnet. You can do things like put it in your regular content. So like I said, I've just talked to you about a lead magnet on my podcast and you might be listening and think, actually, I really need that. That's really perfect. And you might go and get it from that. So again, put it on your regular content if you've got a, a blog or a podcast or a video. The other places you can look at putting it is, are you being interviewed anywhere? So is this something that can help someone if you're doing a podcast interview or if you're stood on stage? So I often have lead magnets at the end of presentations. Now, obviously, during this lockdown period, we are not stood on stages, but I'm doing lots of online different types of talks for different sort of events. And there might be a lead magnet that works really well. I would just say to check uh, that you can do that because some events don't allow you to do that. But like I said, the point is you put it everywhere and you put it everywhere multiple times. The same with your sales, okay? So when I talk about the academy as a sales thing, I don't just literally put a post up saying, join my academy, it's brilliant. What I try and do is think of different and unique ways in which I can promote the academy or the 90-day program where I'm selling it, but not in a horrible way. 
So I'm not just going buy my stuff. So for instance, what I might do is I might post about a latest course that's gone in there. So we're just about to launch an amazing Instagram story course that honestly, it's taken me ages to do, but I'm so proud of it. I literally go through every button, everything, every option you've got on it and show you what they all mean. And then I give you loads of ideas and lots of creative and all this sort of thing. But anyway, so I would talk about that on social media and I would go, hey, members, the new Instagram story course is now live or active in the academy. This is what I talk about. And then I put that out as if I'm talking to the members and great that the members would see that because obviously they do follow me on social media, although obviously I tell them in other places as well. And then what happens is I get people going, oh, how do I get that? And it's like, that's fine. Great. You can get it if you join the academy. So that is a really nice way of kind of selling your product or your service without feeling like you're selling it. Again, we have coaching calls, we have lives. So there's times where they can come on and ask me questions as this is evident because this is why I'm doing this episode. And again, I'll promote that on my social media to say, hey, everybody, look, we're going live in the group on Wednesday. And then people will go, how do I get to do that? And it's like, well, you join the academy. So honestly, it's It's a really, really useful way in terms of thinking of it in different ways rather than just straight up saying, look at my stuff. It's brilliant. Things like, let's say you make cakes for a living. You know, you would be posting pictures of the cakes that you've just made and how cool this idea was or what this one thing was. And then you'd go, you know, if you've got one for your next occasion, then give me a shout. Or if you need this, then whatever, whatever. If you're a florist, you might show pictures of some flowers that have just come in or a bouquet that you just created. So the sales posts don't have to be as direct and as sleazy selling as you think they have to be. They can be a fairly subtle way occasionally you will want to put a more direct post in, but you can sort of mix them in with some of these more subtle type posts. So again, you want to be putting that everywhere. You want to be posting it all the time. You want to be mixing up the regular ones. So I think we do an Academy promotion post twice a week, I think. Um, But like I said, again, I'm posting an awful lot. So how do you do all this without feeling like you're selling your soul to the devil? And I know this is something that bothers people a huge amount. And I want to, I want to just address that. And there's a few things I want to bring into this. First off, I want you to imagine that, well, hang on, let me go back a bit. So first off, you sell something that helps someone, okay, without doubt. Now, I sell membership and 90-day programs that help businesses get better at marketing so they can sell more. Okay, I am good at this because I have spent the last 16 years doing this over and over and over again. I've learned it. I failed many times. I've learned why I failed. I fixed it. And now I know what to do. So, you are doing the same, whether it is you're a personal instructor and you're helping people get fit, whether you're a photographer and you're creating beautiful photos for people to have as memories, whether you are a coach and you are helping people get through really difficult times, regardless of what your business is. And I want you to sit there now for a second and think, how do I help people? Okay. You do. And it might not be life-changing helping. It might just be 
I fix that one problem of I create beautiful bags and you have something beautiful to put your stuff in. So it could be anything, but you help people. That's what you do. Okay. So I want you to envisage this. And someone said this to me once and it really hit home. And I often use this in the academy and they feel terrible afterwards in a nice sort of way, not in a like, Teresa, you've just really depressed me. But imagine you are stood on the side of a lake and in the lake is your customer and they are drowning, okay? Because they are stuck with the thing that you help them with. They are literally drowning out there. They are begging for someone to help them, but you can't hear them because they're in the middle of a lake and you're stood at the side and your product and service is the boy. It's the inflatable that saves them, okay? I hope you're with me. So my boy is the marketing that I can help someone with. So I have got a small business owner who is in that lake screaming and begging for me to help them. I can't hear this, but they are struggling. They are literally trying to tread water and they're about to go under. Their head is about to go under the water and they're about to lose their business. They're about to lose, you know, their patience with the overwhelm and they are struggling. And I am stood at the side and my boy is my membership. And I want you to do this for your business. So whatever your customer's problem is, they're in there with that problem and you are stood at the side holding the boy, which is your product or service that you sell. And you're stood there and they're drowning and you're going, well, you know, I would throw it or I I would offer it, but I don't want to irritate them. I don't want to, you know, what if I annoy people? What if I come off salesy? What if I come off sleazy? What if people get irritated by seeing me talk about this? They're drowning. They are literally drowning. They need your help. And you holding on to that boy is being selfish. And I, like I said, I say this with so much love because I really am not trying to be mean. But me sitting here and going, I don't want to mention the Academy in case people think I'm trying to sell it and then they think I'm being sleazy. And But the point is, what if you're sat there and you're really struggling and I know without doubt you can come into the Academy, come on the next coaching call that's available, which is next week. In fact, it's this week if you're listening to the podcast when it comes out. And that then answers your question, fixes your problem, solves your hours and hours of agony, and then you can move on. And actually the advice I give you helps you get another new customer. What if that was the case? And I don't want to say it because I don't want to appear salesy or sleazy or yuck. So that's my first thing I want you to think about. You are stood on the side of that lake and they are begging for your help and you don't want to give it because you don't want to look horrible and sleazy and irritate people. Like I said, the people who you will irritate are not your customers anyway. They never have been. So let them be irritated and let them leave. Let them get off your list. Let them stop reading your content. Let them unfollow you on social media. That is absolutely fine because they're not your customers, okay? So that's the first thing I want you to think about. The next thing I want you to think about is if you are sat there going, I don't want to bother people. I feel a bit slayers salesy and sleazy. Well, if you are offering a lead magnet, there is absolutely nothing for you to be sorry about because you're giving your knowledge, your education, your support, whatever your lead magnet is, you're giving it away for free. So therefore you're not selling at all. You are literally just serving. You are just helping and all you're asking them to do is get on your email list. And you know what? If they don't want to be, they can unsubscribe. So 
honestly, never, ever feel like that about a lead magnet. Never, never, never. You are helping them. Like I said, what if they're sat there struggling with that thing? Like, honestly, the launch lead magnet is amazing. I don't ever put anything out there unless it's not absolutely awesome because I hate wasting my own time and therefore I'd never waste someone else's. So what if you're sat there going, do you know what? I'm really struggling. I don't even know where to start with a launch. I know I want to sell this thing online. I want to do a course or I want to do a membership or whatever it is, but I literally don't know where to start. And I then go, here's a list of everything you need to do. Does that help? Well, of course it would help. So don't ever feel sorry about that. Don't ever feel that you shouldn't do that. And then when it comes to actually selling, again, what's the problem? You work really hard, okay? You've spent years learning, years educating yourself, all that practice, you know, you've gone over and over and over again, you've got things wrong, you've messed up, you've spent money, you've spent time and you've got good at the thing you do. You have created the the product or the service because you know what you're talking about. So why shouldn't you ask for money for that? Just think about how much time Right. If I just literally looked at the courses that I've done and the programs that I've done with some of the world's experts, I have spent tens and tens of thousands. So even if I didn't look at the cost of my degree, which, by the way, I am still paying for, like I am 40. How old am I? Am I 42? 41. I think I'm 41. I can't remember. Anyway. So, you know, I went to university a long time ago and I'm still paying for that. You know, I have done marketing now for about 16 years. So even if I didn't add all that and I just looked at what I spent in courses and coaching and God knows what else in these last few years, that is still a huge amount of money that I've invested in me. And the same with you. You've spent hours learning this stuff. You've spent days and days working out how these things work. You've read multiple books, you've watched videos, you've done all this stuff. So there is nothing wrong with someone wanting to pay you for it or you asking for money. I've been watching this Tony Robbins thing. He's been doing an online um, like challenge thing. I'm a little bit late to the game. Like they're on day seven. I've just started on day one, but it's fine. And he said something so good. And I've heard him talk about this before, that he had gone to work for this guy when he was a kid because his parents said that he used to be, this guy used to be a loser and now he's really successful. So Tony Robbins went to work for him and, and he said to Tony as a kid, why do you want to work for me? And Tony as a kid said, because my parents said you used to be a loser and now you're really good, which is hilarious because only a kid would say that. So this guy obviously was like, you know, okay, fine. And he said, so I want to learn how to do it. And this guy said to him, I, I found a mentor. I found someone who I could learn from. And he introduced him to Jim Rohn. And he said to him that he was going to a three-hour conference or something like that, seminar where he was going to listen to Jim Rohn and Jim Rohn was going to teach him. And, and that's how he got so good. And that's how he made his money. And that's how he became so successful. So Tony Robbins said to this guy, I'd love to do that. I'd like to come along. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you should. And he said, well, can, can you basically pay for me to come along? And he said, no, I won't. And Jim was like, you know, not Jim, sorry. Tony Robbins was like, but you know, how much is it? And he told him how much it was. And it was like, literally, I don't know, a week and a half salary of what Tony was earning at the time. And Tony Rom's like, I can't afford that. You know, could you not just give me a free ticket? And this guy that he was working for was like, no, because if I gave you a free ticket, you would never appreciate it. And that's why 
People have to pay for things because I know, and I've said this before on the podcast, I've spent a lot of money on some things and it literally scared me to death. Like signing the agreement or sending the men, the money literally made me feel physically sick, but I didn't waste a second of that. I made sure that I got everything I needed out of it. And I am a very different person today because of it. And that's why I keep moving up and stepping up and doing more and constantly striving for something better because I invested in me to find mentors, to find amazing people who had done what I was trying to do before and could teach me the quicker way of doing it, or I could learn from. So that's effectively what you are doing with your business. You are giving people that shortcut. Like I said, even if you are making cakes, the, the shortcut is I don't have to make it and mess it up and waste my time and money. I can get you to do it for me. You know what I mean? There's, there's always, the learning always comes into it. So don't ever, ever, ever feel bad for asking for money for your thing. The other thing I always liken it to is if I had a physical product, if I sold a, you know, some stationery or clothes or whatever it might be, there's no way people would ask for that for free because I have to pay out to get that thing. Just because it's in my head does not mean that I have not spent more money and more time learning it. Just because it's in my head does not mean it has no value. So that's what I wanted to say about that. So like I said, don't ever think you shouldn't charge for it. So that's the next thing. And then the final thing on this is if you are sat there thinking, I don't want to seem salesy or sleazy or yuck, you're not going to. The people who are, the people who literally are the most, like make your skin crawl when you see a post or when you see something or they email you or send you a horrible DM, like the people who are the worst and uh, at this like they don't sit there and think, I don't want to appear that way because they don't even think about it. So if you are sat there thinking, I don't want to appear this way, I can guarantee you right now, you're not going to appear that way. I can guarantee you that there's no way you're going to come across as that. Because like I said, people who think like that wouldn't, you know, wouldn't ever come across like that. The people who do come across like that don't even give it a second thought. They do whatever they need to do to get the sale out there. So do how you would want to do, feel and, and sell how you would want to sell because it's going to come across authentic to you and how you are. So I really hope that's helped because like I said, just because you have, and it's really sad actually, so you spend ages creating these online things or you spend ages coming up with a lead magnet and making it amazing and then creating the landing page and then doing the onboarding emails and then doing all these other things. And then you put it up and you're like, tumbleweed, literally tumbleweed. And you start to wonder why and what was the point. But it's because people don't know. You think they know because you've told them. Because the only person who sees every single one of your posts is you. And therefore you look at it and go, oh, I've put that three times now. No one else would have a clue. So you're going to need to keep talking about it and keep talking about it and keep talking about it. And just this morning, someone else opted into my launch lead magnet because I keep talking about it. So like I said, don't ever feel that you're just going to do one post and that's going to do it. Cause I promise you, unless you are someone like Tony Robbins, <laughs> you're not going to be able to do that. 
Okay, I really hope this has helped. It was a bit of a short one, but I think it's a really important one. Uh, next week, I have an interview for you. And then uh, I've actually planned the podcast the week after, which is quite a miracle. And I'm going to be talking about how to start putting together an online product and how to plan it. So if you are sat there thinking, okay, I think I want to do a course or a membership, I'm going to tell you how to start planning it. Okay, guys, have an amazing week and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 